Welcome to Audiobook Test Drive. In today's episode, we are featuring an excerpt from Passion Undiminished, Undiminished Book One, written by Sean Poutain. The Beginning of a Female-Led Romance Lisa is the most beautiful and intriguing woman Tom has ever seen. He knows he has to overcome his shyness and ask her out. As Tom and Lisa get to know one another and begin to develop strong feelings for each other, he realizes he must tell her about his different desires. Lisa is uncertain as she learns that Tom wishes to submit to her, but together they begin to explore Tom's submission and her dominance. This is the powerfully romantic, strongly passionate, and titillating kinky story of Lisa and Tom's journey of discovery as they enter into a loving power exchange relationship. And now for your listening pleasure, an excerpt from Passion Undiminished. Lisa I noticed that she was not yet at her usual corner table on the narrow patio as I started down the steps to the subterranean front entrance of the boiler room coffee house. I'd been coming to the boiler room almost daily since discovering it about halfway through my freshman year at the university. Just a couple of blocks from the ocean, it was a laid-back, friendly shop that served amazing coffee and pastries. As I opened the front door, I was immersed in wonderful aromas— Cakes, croissants, eclairs, tarts, and a myriad of other delectable treats were all on display behind glass on a long curving counter to my left. My stomach growled, reminding me that I had eaten a very light dinner last night and nothing since. I turned to look up at the menu, which I practically knew by heart. Though I'd been a regular at the boiler room for several years, I had recently begun a new job and was coming in earlier than I had in the past. My first early morning, a week before, was also the first time I had seen her. She was there already this morning, at the coffee counter, just paying for her coffee and a cranberry scone. She was wearing a green tank top, khaki shorts, and green flip-flops. Her dark brown hair hung in a ponytail, below her shoulders, shining and vibrant. Suddenly, I felt a different kind of hunger. My eyes feasted on her beauty. Her long, delicate neck flowed in sculpted lines to the loveliest shoulders. Her slender body tapered to an even more slender waist. Then, her hips widened and melded to the most exquisite legs imaginable. As she turned away from the counter, our eyes met. Hers were a beautiful hazel with little specks of topaz. She smiled at me as she began to step past. I took a quick step back and opened the door for her. Oh, thank you, kind sir, she said. Her lovely smile lit up her face and my heart as she stepped through the door. I ordered my usual café au lait, adding a ham and cheese croissant this morning since I was so hungry. As I started up the steps, I was giving myself an internal pep talk. Today is the day. You can do this. Just talk to her. The worst that can happen is she'll shoot you down in flames. Come on, you can do it. Grow a pair. Be a man. Talk to the lady. I silently harangued myself to action. Then I was at the top step, and she was there, sitting at her usual table. She took a sip of her coffee and turned a page in her paperback. Swallowing nervously, I walked over to her. Hi, um, 
Sorry if you'd rather not be interrupted. I was just wondering if you maybe wouldn't mind sharing your table with me. That beautiful smile again. Oh, sure. I wouldn't mind at all. Please join me. My name's Lisa. Setting my coffee and sandwich down, I shook her hand. Hi, Lisa. I'm Tom. I sat across the small round table from her. Beautiful morning, isn't it? I asked. It was a lovely Southern California morning. The sun was just beginning to burn through the fog, casting a warm golden light along the street and out toward the ocean. A pair of seagulls were floating with outstretched wings on an updraft from the warming pavement, looking for any tidbits that might have been left that they could make a meal from. It is. I love the mornings here, she said. Oh, are you not from around here? I asked. She laughed. I'm a native, actually. And I just love the mornings here. I laughed with her. I'm sorry, I said. I'm not very good at small talk. To be honest, I've been trying to get up the nerve just to talk with you for the past week. I'm actually kind of shy, but you're so pretty I just had to take a chance and talk to you. I'm glad you did, Tom, she said, smiling. So, are you attending university here? I asked. Yes, she answered, looking at me through those gorgeous eyes. I'm in my fourth year, majoring in microbiology. I should receive my B.S. in May. Wow, that's great! I'm a graduate myself. I received my B.A. in biological anthropology last year. I just started working as a researcher for the Cordo Institute. Awesome! Congratulations, she said, reaching across the table and touching my arm. I felt a charge of energy course up my arm as she touched me. I wondered if she felt it as well. Looking into her sparkling eyes, I thought perhaps she did. She was so beautiful and exciting. As she drew her hand back, she bumped her coffee cup, spilling it just a bit. Oh no, and I forgot to grab a napkin, she said. Here, let me get that, I said, using my napkin to wipe up the spill. Thanks, Tom. Hey, would you mind going downstairs and grabbing a couple more napkins and maybe a packet of raw sugar for me? Lisa smiled up at me. Sure, it would be my pleasure, I smiled back. Oh, thanks. You're a sweetheart, she said in a lilting voice. My knight in shining armor, Lisa said, beaming that beautiful smile at me. When I returned with the napkins and sugar, I set them on the table between us and sat down. Lisa, would you like to go out to dinner with me sometime? I asked nervously. She reached out and placed her hand on my arm again. Yes, Tom, I would like that very much. My mind kept straying to visions of Lisa all morning. I was having a terribly difficult time concentrating on my work, but then again I had hit kind of a dry spot with my research. Looking at how human evolution may have affected our proclivities toward addictive behavior is not necessarily the most exciting way to spend one's time. True, I found it very interesting. But exciting? Not so much. I glanced at the clock. Huh, time for lunch. Logging off my computer, I made my way to the men's room to wash my hands and face. I glanced in the mirror as I dried my hands with a paper towel. I had to admit to myself that I might not be in Lisa's league. I guess I'm okay looking, 
about six feet tall, 210 pounds, and a little softer than I was a year before. I needed to start working out. The occasional bike ride just wasn't cutting it. I was spending way too much time in front of a computer, and probably eating too many ham and cheese croissants as well. I have light brown hair with a bit of curl to it, which I kept fairly short. Blue eyes with long lashes. Yep, my eyes were my best feature, I thought. My nose was a little too big, as were my ears. I sported a goatee, and I liked the way it hid my slightly too small chin. Tossing the paper towel in the trash, I headed out. It was Thursday, which meant lunch with Craig at Paolo's. Craig was already seated when I arrived. I ordered my usual, a lamb sandwich with pesto, and joined him. Ah, welcome, my young Padawan. How are you today? he asked. Craig was a ridiculous Star Wars geek. He was also my mentor, and unfortunately seemed to think that speaking like Yoda was the best way to really get an important point across to me. I'm doing fantastically. I met a girl. She is absolutely beautiful, and we have a date tomorrow night. I answered. I had asked Craig to become my mentor about two years before, shortly after I had become involved in the scene. You see, I'm a submissive. What I mean by that is I wish to submit to and serve a special woman. I'm not talking about cuffs and canes here, although that can certainly be a part of it, but about something deeper. I wished to live a lifestyle in which I found a special woman to whom I would give myself completely, whom I would trust to be the leader in our relationship, and to whom I would agree to obey in all things. Submission has been a part of my makeup for as long as I can remember. In high school, I was always the guy who would do whatever the girls asked, and some used me pretty badly because I was so eager to please them. I really didn't know how to express my submissiveness in a healthy way then. I was confused, scared, and at times disgusted and angry with myself for the way I felt. I was a guy, after all. Guys aren't supposed to be submissive. They're supposed to take charge. When I came to university, I decided that I was going to give myself the freedom to really explore my submissive leanings. I began searching the web and found all kinds of stuff about female domination. Most of what I found on the internet was fantasy-driven porn. It was great to jerk off to, but it wasn't real. Even at 18, I could see that much. There were a few sites that had dealt with the more reality-based relationships in which the female was in charge. I began to follow and participate in these sites. I also found a mistress who did online slave training, and I signed up for her program. I truly lucked out in finding this particular woman. She was wonderful. She was not like so many others who were just looking to make a few bucks from horny guys. She really wanted to help submissive men, and she taught me a great deal, including helping me to truly understand that it was okay to be a submissive man. In fact, she taught me that being submissive was not only okay, but that my submission was a valuable gift and not something to be given to just anyone. I served her online for about a year, and then she told me that the time had come for me to leave her nest and get out into my local kink community. She said that it was time for me to begin experiencing things in real life. I doubt I would have had the guts to get out there and meet real people who had these same kinky interests as me 
without her urging. Anyway, she had me go to a munch first, which is just a social get-together, and that was where I met Craig and his wife, Patty. Craig and Patty lived in what they referred to as a female-led marriage. They had been successfully living in this dynamic for over 11 years. It was just the kind of life I hoped to one day find for myself. We hit it off and became friends. A few months later, I asked Craig if he would be willing to mentor me, and he agreed to do so. Hey, congratulations, Craig beamed at me. Where'd you meet her? At the boiler room. She's a regular there as well, just regular a little earlier than I used to be. Since I'm going there earlier now, I've seen her every day for the past week, but just got up the nerve to introduce myself this morning. I'm really excited. She's so beautiful, and she seems incredibly nice and sweet. That's great, Tom. Just remember to take it a little slow, okay? Craig then switched to his Yoda voice. Sometimes overexcited you get with a pretty girl. Leap before looking you do. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Yoda, I said. She really is awesome, though. We hope you enjoyed listening to this excerpt from Passion Undiminished. If you would like to hear the entire audiobook, it can be purchased at Amazon.com, Audible.com, and iTunes.com.